Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You might have seen on my Instagram the super cute stuff I got from Papier. I love my notebook with my name on the front and the adorable floral print and the personalized stationery cards are incredibly chic. Papier works with leading artists and brands to offer an unrivaled collection of notebooks, planners, cards, and invitations delivered straight to your home. Go to papier.com and save 15% on your first order with code She's All Fat. Get free delivery in the U.S. on all orders over $75 as well. That's P-A-P-I-E-R.com with code She's All Fat. One word. Today's episode is sponsored by our faves at Rosemarino Candles. Rosemarino now offers sample packs. That means for $30, you get a tea light of every scent, plus a $30 gift card to spend on your first full-size purchase. That means you can try my fave scent, the black tea candle, and April's fave, the fancy shampoo candle, and every other kind. You can't use our discount code on the sample pack, but you can use it on your first full-size purchase, which saves you money. Use our candle code, SAF, at checkout to save 20% off your first full-size purchase or 50% off your first month of a subscription. That's rosemarinocandles.com and code SAF. I'm Sophie. I'm April. And this is She's All Fat, the podcast for body positivity, radical self-love, and chill vibes only. This week, we'll discuss therapy, working with brands, and personal style with Jasmine J. April? Beyonce. Tight. again tell a friend what did y'all do last week i hope you had a really restful week and you're loving the weather wherever you are spring has sprung here in la april turned 26 and i'm uh you know loving my sweatpants more than ever let's get into april's obsessions this week hit it off april my girl what's up it's april I'm back for another, another shocking, <laughs> shocking edition of I'm Obsessed. <laughs> Strap in, everyone. I'm ready to rock your world with my, you know, pop culture, music, obsessions, and musings. Get ready. Okay, first on the list this week comes with an apology. <laughs> so, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, Nina... um also known as Velveeta for Nina, tried to get me into Casey Musgraves. And I rebuffed it. I'm not going to lie. I felt I was above it. I felt she was ridiculous because she played me the song where it was like Space Cowboy something. Maria, please drop a clip. You don't want to stay anymore. You can have your space, cowboy. I ain't going to fence you 
like, what the fuck is this? F- completely wrote it off, right? I've been seeing more about her on Twitter because, you know, she's part of the Yeehaw agenda. We're taking over country music, but, you know, as a culture, we're becoming more accepting. Whatever, I'm on board, right? But I've still been kind of like, who is this girl? She, like, looks like Cher. She's clearly stoned all the time. What's happening? Okay, so on YouTube, I'm subscribed to the Coachella YouTube page because, obviously, I need to know when my favorite artists are going live because I would never be caught that at Coachella, but I do love live music. So um, they uploaded a clip of her performance from Coachella this year playing the song Slow Burn. Now, you're not going to believe me, but I've never heard this song before in my life. I somehow completely blocked her out once I heard the cowboy song, and I'm like, whatever this bitch is, I'm not interested in it, okay? So I heard the Slow Burn live. It was incredible. (laughs) I feel like I'm the last person to know about this, but guess what? Casey Musgraves stand right here. I'm so sorry. Nina, I apologize for blowing it off. Uh, Country fans, I now see where you're coming from all of a sudden. I love Casey Musgraves now, and I just want to issue an apology. So, obsessed with Casey Musgraves, uh, and sorry to everyone who tried to tell me that I completely blew off. Uh, I do apologize. Okay, next. Um... One time Chrissy Teigen tweeted, like, the only thing better than new episodes of Housewives is old episodes of Housewives. And she really is so right. So my new background thing while I'm, like, cooking and stuff in the house is old episodes of Real Housewives of New York. Right now I'm in the middle of the season three Bethany Jill drama reliving that. It's just so incredible. These people are all lunatics. And I just really love it. And it's interesting to see that they're, like, you know, 10, 12 years later, literally having the same fight. All these women are having the same fight with the same haircut in the same face and different dresses. That's it. I love it. Next obsession. I mean, it goes without saying, but Beyonce, obviously, I don't even need to say it. You know, I would be obsessed with homecoming. But the thing I'm most obsessed with homecoming, other than, of course, just Beyonce in general, like who I think about all the time, I'm obsessed with getting to learn more about the crew and the people who put the show together. Because I can't even imagine, like, imagine... Seven months before Coachella, you get an email that's like, come audition for this top secret thing. You get the gig. You're not allowed to tell anybody. You give the two best performances of your entire existence with Beyonce. Like, I can't even imagine. And hearing all these different people's stories, and it's all different cultures. Like, the I think the baton twirler, who was the twerker, I think she's Nigerian. There's, like, Jamaican people. It's, like, every type of experience of blackness that she could possibly get on stage. She got on stage, and it's just, like, seeing all those people come together and make something so incredible and clearly have their lives changed by it. Like, it's just so cool. I'm a, you know, I'm a writer, behind-the-scenes person, and I love to see how things come together. And it's just cool. I'm just excited for them. I can't ever, I can't imagine. I don't think I ever want to work with Beyonce because I just die. I can't, I can't take it. I don't want to meet my heroes. You know what I mean? I'm good. Like, it's too much. I'm so happy for them. And that was the greatest performance I've ever seen in my life. So kudos to all of y'all. Um, next obsession is just Wendy Williams leaving her damn husband. Um, you know, I've been tracking this story for years now, and it just feels so good to see her finally reach her limit. She, like, gave this little speech on her show where she was like, I went to rehab, and it's just like, I finally had time to just sit alone with my thoughts, change my whole life, kick this dude to the curb, repoed the car that he bought with her money for his side, bitch. Like, literally, she just got her whole life together, and I'm just, I'm just happy to see women kind of coming into their own full power 
and seeing that they don't deserve to be mistreated by these like idiot men in their life. And so I'm really happy for her. I've also noticed that since she has left him, she's just become more self-actualized in general. And like, she, she's not even as vicious as she was before. It's almost like the vicious mean-sided part of Wendy Williams was kind of like a, just a reaction to like maybe what was going on in her personal life. Cause she hasn't seen, she hasn't said anything like really horrific about anyone since she said this. I mean, we'll see. Cause you know, Wendy Williams is awful, but it just feels like she's changed and I'm just happy for her. And you know, fuck Kelvin Hunter. Finally, obsession is okay so after i binge watched shrill as i'm sure everybody listening to this podcast binge watched shrill i realized that lolly who plays her friend fran on the show um she is my fashion goal like if you know me you know i've been trying to figure out what my look is for like you know 26 years and i really feel like she truly inspired me like the way that she was styled on that show inspired me for the next season of my fashion existence so i've always been like a long necklace girl but i recently discovered because of that show i'm now obsessed with statement earrings so i just want to shout out to the costume designer from shrill um for featuring such stunning statement earrings on um the character fran throughout the season it it really inspired me so i went to francesca shout out to francesca's and got a bunch of statement earrings and it's my new look so strap in everybody because my ears are still pierced and (laughs) my holes have not closed up yet so i'm about to rock some really cute statement earrings and build my outfits around that like that's been so fun thank you so much so back to you April, those were incredible. I cannot, I cannot believe, I cannot overstate to you all like how (laughs) dismissive April was of Casey Musgraves. Like she was so rude about it. I remember being in the car with April and Nina, hashtag Velveeta for Nina. And April was like, space cowboy. Like she was laughing so hard when Nina was trying to show her the way, the light and the truth. I can't believe this. Um, okay. So my obsessions for the week, number one, I found this person, her at is V E G A M F R A N C I N E Vega M Francine, or maybe Vega M Francine. No idea. Anyways, I found her, um, because I was looking through like different stuff related to Susan Alexandra bags. Susan Alexandra bags are like these fancy beaded bags that are popular right now. And they're very expensive. They're like $400. And I was like, these are very cute, but I cannot spend $400 on a bag. But this girl makes like, not like her own version, because it's not similar like patterns or colors or anything, but she also makes beaded bags and you can like commission them from her. Um, and so I commissioned one, it's like blue and it has a cloud on it. And I think it's very cute and it was cheap, much cheaper (laughs) than the branded ones. Okay. Also, um, a media recommendation. I listened this week to one of our fave podcasts, The Nod. Um, they did an episode called Jordan Woods versus the Kardashians. This is like my exact favorite kind of podcast, which is like some discussion, some reporting, mostly like about cultural issues and treating them very seriously, like pop cultural issues that people sometimes could be like dismissive of. It's just very interesting and good. So we'll link that in the show notes. Finally, I'm 
obsessed with my new friend Allie Ayers and her swimline Bissy Swim. I posted about this on my Instagram, but I'm working with them to help her develop her like plus size bikinis. She already had plus sizes, like she had sizes up to my size, which I'm like a 3X24 on bottom and like question mark on top, can wear like extra large through 2X, I guess. And she had bikinis that were like too big for me, but they were like fit in a way that I was like, oh, I prefer a little bit more here or like a little bit less here actually. So she was like, cool, let's work together on this. So I'm giving her feedback about the fit of the bikinis so that they can develop different sizes for di- and different styles for different body shapes, which is really cool. And I'm really having fun doing it. Like it's really, really cool to be like, this is what I would prefer for my body shape. Um, so yeah, check out their Instagram. They're always looking for feedback from people um, who are of different you know, shapes and sizes. So if you live in LA, feel free to reach out to them maybe go into their like business place and um, try on suits and give them feedback right now. That's what they're, what they're looking for. Okay. So those are my obsessions. Um, Love you, April. Miss you. Wish you were here recording with me right now. But you know what? You're just a mile and a half away. Okay. Moving on to our shout outs to our Apple podcast reviewers. Thank you all so much for writing a review. We do look at all of them. April sometimes texts screenshots of the nice ones to me. Um, They're all nice really, but some of them are just really tickle us. Um, So if you leave us a rating and review on Apple podcasts, if you have access to that, then we will read your handle right here on the show as a thank you for helping us one day, one day get to new and noteworthy. So thank you to the following username people. <laughs> Rach410, Elysian Legion, number 2LP, Kay LaCroix, Ali Bish, an introverted illustrator. Thank y'all so much. We really appreciate you. And as always, a shout out to our Patreons. You can join us at patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. We got to shout it out every time because it's how we keep the lights on over here. It's how we like are independent. It's how we do everything. Um, and we really feel like our patrons are our community. Um, within the larger family, of course, but our patrons like really show up for us. Um, and we really, really, really appreciate y'all. Um, so thank you to the following people who are our amazing patrons, Tori English, Tova Steiner, Valerie Secor, Victoria Kish, the We Went There podcast and Wendy Sachs. Thank y'all so much for being our patrons. We are so excited about y'all. Okay. One little piece of news. I'm on the Forever 35 podcast this week. Kate and Dore were incredible. I love them. Go listen to my app if you feel like it. We're doing an episode upcoming about memes. Um, I wrote a piece about memes in The Verge last year, and um, I'm interviewing some fat meme creators. So if you have a favorite meme, tweet it to us or DM it to us on Instagram um, and explain why it like relates to body positivity or fatness, whether it's like good or bad or whatever. We want to talk about it. 
As always, we got to plug our Patreon Facebook group. Um, you can join, again, like I said, patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. Also want to shout out our scholarship program. If you want to donate um, to our scholarship program, we have that. Um, you can just email us. And if you want to apply to our scholarship program, um, we also have an email form for that on the website. So if you want the resource of the Facebook group, but you can't afford it, then you can click on over to there. So um, our Facebook group is Team Paisley Moo Moo and above. And this week in the Facebook group, people are talking about Shrill getting renewed for season two. Woohoo! Um, they're talking about This American Life and they're asking, is Ira a narc? <laughs> and they're talking about a Kohl's plus size line. Okay. If that feels like any kind of discussion you want to be a part of, join the Facebook group by going to patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. And of course, um, our team I Love Bread gets an extra mini-sode every week. This week, we're talking about um, personal style. And so our mini-sode is me, Lynn, and Maria all kind of describe our personal style, how we got to it, like give you some behind the scenes and like some tips and tools to develop your own personal style. So if that sounds interesting, sign up. This week I talked to the incredible, the stylish, the hot, the fashionable, the fierce Jasmine J. Um, she's at Jasmine J on Instagram. We met because we were at Buzzfeed together when we, she's still working there. Um, and she also has like, you know, a burgeoning Instagram empire. Um, Jasmine is extremely cool and has like a very distinct personal style. And so I talked with her about how to develop that style and also about the general business of being an influencer. Um, I'm looking at this episode as kind of a precursor to our upcoming episode about fashion, where we talk to some small um, some small businesses and some small fashion brands. Um, so this is a great intro to that. So stick around, um, for the meat of it. Here we go. The meat of it. I'm here with Jasmine J. Um, Jasmine, would you please introduce yourself, even though I'm sure most of the She's All Fat pod listeners know who you are, (laughs) and how people can find you on the internet and see your work. Yes, um, my name is Jasmine, like you said. Um, I go by she, her pronouns. Um, You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram under Jasmine J, J J-A-Y spelled out, um, which is oddly not my last name. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks it's my last (laughs) name. It's my middle initial. Love it. <laughs> and otherwise, um, I'm kind of all over the place. I I do a lot with BuzzFeed. I work there currently, um, and I'm talent. I run a few Instagram pages with some fashion-y stuff, mm-hmm. and then I'm sprinkled all around in other places as well, just, just popping in to say hey. <laughs> and you are, I would say, like, well-known on um on the internet slash your page for like having very like, I don't even know the right words. I just want to say cool fashion, (laughs) but like, what are the words you would just use to describe your fashion? Oh gosh. Like street style. Yeah. Yeah. So street style is definitely 
what I would choose. Yes. Okay. Street style. Um, I'm, I've realized recently I'm super into personal style. Ooh. I've realized that I have a lot of respect for people that have personal uh-huh, style. Uh-huh. My style is more street style, more, um, not so conventional. Yeah. You yeah. wear a lot of very cool, bright prints. Mm-hmm. You wear a lot of bike shorts mm-hmm. and like bra tops yeah. and cool sunglasses. Yeah. And you do cool things with your hair and with your makeup. Yeah. And in general, I think people probably perceive you as like extremely confident body forward person. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, That's like kind of like your public persona. I think so. Cool. And so because of that, you have like, can you talk a little bit about the like fashion partnerships and like clothes and stuff you get sent? Yeah. I get sent so many clothes for work and also like, you know, for PR. Yeah. Um, so my other job that I do, as I mentioned at ASOS, um, so I basically get ASOS clothing every month and I wear that and I try that out. Um, and I promote that on my ASOS underscore Jasmine page. Yeah. ASOS curve is the first, um, brand that I've seen that has had street style Mm -hmm. for curve people, you know, um, and not just like, um, not just like a Forever 21 Fashion Nova pretty little thing, like this is a hip thing. Yeah. I feel like ASOS has been doing it and really like cherishes the customer too. Yeah. It's not just like some fast fashion thing. Yeah. It's like a we know our people type of thing. Yeah, it's the first, they're the first people that I've felt really comfortable working with because they do represent street style. And then I also buy a lot from their men's curve section. Yeah. Which a lot of places don't have men's curve. Yes. I've been really like following, um, fashion stylists over the actual people that they're dressing like cardi b stylists and zendaya's um they'll usually tag them like stylists so-and-so um like law roach is one um and there's a few that i've just been picking up on that i've just been like you're the brains behind this because you know you put cardi b or you put like lizzo and in these phenomenal things and i'm like i know yes they are popping people but like who is behind this like i want to know the theories (laughs) you know i want to dive into that oh for sure so yeah i've been really into the personal style thing for outside of work and fashion and things can you give us a little description of like what you're into, what you think about, what media you like to consume, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm very into just like people (laughs) in general, honestly, like my favorite type of pastime is to like going to a busy place. Mm -hmm. Like, um, for me, that's the Americana. I love the Americana. (laughs) Yes. I love all of that guy's properties. He's so fucking rich. I'm sure he's a huge asshole, but like he makes very nice shopping experiences. Mm -hmm. So I'll just, like, go to the Americana and I'll just, like, sit and watch people. My favorite thing. Oh, or go to, like, Melrose and sit and watch people. Mm-hmm. Um, just see, like, how they interact with each other and, like, what they're wearing. That's another big thing to me. Yeah. Um, just, like, seeing what, what the kids are wearing these days. Um, honestly, like... My other favorite pastime is just going home and laying in my bed yep. um, and Feel relaxing. That. <laughs> Feel that? What are your, like, issues or identity issues that you like to champion? You know, 
I've been in therapy this okay. year. Yep. <laughs> and so I've been tapping into like how I look at things as an adult, right? Okay. And for me, I consider myself to be a realist. Yes. And I'm just like, I'm very real. Like, this is the fact, whether it's positive or negative, this is how it is yes. type of thing. Um, but my therapist just told me yesterday that I need to consider like um, the inner self and like the child self which tore me down (laughs) like I was bawling oh my god and so I've been like kind of diving into my own um identity issues with like growing up in an area that nobody looked like me as far as race as far as body type as far as hair texture um as far as even clothing I could wear um like the couldn't wear like the quote-unquote cool girls you know because I wasn't fitting and limited to you know exactly which is a shame because we would have rocked honestly I would have yes I know you would have I still can picture the like limited two skirts that I wanted to have exactly I would have loved to see those. Yeah, they were cute. Yeah. That neoprene blue yep. with the little ties. That's all oh, I'm saying. That's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been diving into, I guess, feeling othered. Yeah. Um, but more so, because I'm always first to, like, you feel othered, tell me about it, and let me help you. Yes. Let me help you get through that. Yes. But it's a lot for me um, to look into that as a Libra would. So how does that, like, thinking about that, does that connect with your, like, fashion stuff? Yeah. it. I feel like, I don't know what sparked for me to start um, expressing myself through personal style. Yeah. I remember a specific time where I felt the most like me. Yeah. And I was in college. I had to be like a sophomore or a se- a sophomore or a junior. Yeah. We took a trip every year to Florida. Yeah. Um, and we played a tournament there and we were in this big huge mall and I there were these fake like glasses, yeah. you know, like the Yes, yes. regular whatever like cool glasses um that are fake and they were zebra print and then I got these like huge flowers to put in my hair and I remember putting those on and putting these flowers in my hair and being like this is me (laughs) (laughs) and that's the first time I think I really felt like myself um and then from there I've just been like growing um I don't know I don't know what sparked me to do something like that but yeah yeah, since then I've just been making like decisions on like personal style and realizing I think it was also a thing because like even going to the mall at that point which I was smaller than I am now Mm -hmm. um but you couldn't have told me that right exactly (laughs) always always um couldn't have told me that but I still couldn't like shop in stores yeah you know in a lot of different aspects in my life I've taken the like okay I'm never going to be the majority so I'm gonna do the minority part of me in the best way possible yeah you know I also love that the way I said that question it set you up to go so personal when what I was trying to ask with issues was like (laughs) What political issues do I identify with? And then you're like in therapy, and I was like, oh fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm so, so deep. I'm so sorry. That's what I've been it thinking was so about. So good. It was like an amazing answer. I was like, oh my god, where's this going? <laughs> I 
And you know, and I think I kind of heard it in your voice too. You're like, yeah, okay, uh, therapy. It's just I said um, it. I just said it. I literally said, "What are your identity issues?" I was like, which is a bold question. <laughs> Honestly, I was ready for it. You were. This was my therapy appointment yesterday honestly so i'm like this is fresh this is how i felt as a kid oh my god <laughs> iconic this is incredible i'm gonna start every interview like that yes. so like welcome to the show like what are your identity issues <laughs> hmm, lay it on i me. was like this is odd that you're asking that question right oh after my, my therapy appointment no it's so funny i mean it definitely plays into the interview for sure oh gosh. but i feel bad that i that i came across so invasive no not at all um, but so are there political Political <laughs> viewpoints or issues that you identify with or that you care about right now? So I go back and forth. Um, obviously, like, not obviously, it's not <laughs> obvious, but in every way, shape, or form, I believe in pretty much siding with like liberal views, yeah. you know, and very open to everyone literally deserves every type of love, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, we can all empower each other. With that being said, I don't often bring a lot of my personal political views up to social media. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because, like, on one hand, I do know that I do have a strong platform and that I can speak about these things and raise awareness for a lot of things. But also, um, for my personal mental health, if somebody tries to literally talk to me yeah i will not go to sleep until you understand my point (laughs) and i won't stop no being publicly political (laughs) is um not easy yeah it is not easy and especially i think as someone who anyone who has a more marginalized public existence Mm -hmm. is not like the one who is most responsible for that in my opinion yeah i agree you know and it's not like um i feel like we're still at this point where like no one's running my social media. Exactly. That is me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where a lot of people that can share their views and ideas, they aren't looking at their Instagram. Exactly. They aren't looking at their Twitter. They have a team. But behind the scenes, yes. do your like political views guide you towards like the kinds of business commitments that you make? Yeah, um, of course. Like uh, standard yeah. anything that's just like terrible um no i'm not promoting your skinny tea um right. uh, stuff like that not doing a chick-fil-a partnership exactly no 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 <laughs> yeah no yeah <laughs> um when it comes to looking into the newer like clothing brands yeah those are the ones especially the things that i look for first are how is your representation with people of color yeah um with plus people yeah. and Honestly, with pretty any much minority in general, yeah. um, those that's my first thing. Um, look into ethically, look into even just like going on your website. Do you say all this stuff, but you don't stick up for them? Yeah. Um, going on your Instagram. Like, I've been having a huge problem lately, and I don't know if we talked about this on Twitter or anything. Yeah. Um, just how I believe that now that... Now that older companies that have been around for a while are getting to be more inclusive, that they should be paying their their models who are different from oh. what they've been using money for like the emotional labor that they're Damn. No, honestly, having they to put should. through. Also, yeah. they should be paying more social media people because a yeah. lot of brands are not doing a great job at moderating comments, no. and that's extremely harmful. It's so it sucks yeah. so it's much. Not good. 
And so I've Even, been, like, Torrid or Lane Bryant doesn't yeah. do a great job with that. And I'm, like, ASOS just put out a thing, which I was so happy to see. They put out, like, text that was, like, um, we at ASOS believe, like, the general, like, don't bully people, you know? Um, and they wrote, like, a caption. Yeah. And anybody who said stuff on, like... Because um, they've been putting out a lot of my friends, too, yeah. on their main site. And they've been responding back to nasty comments Good. and stuff. So I feel I'm at least glad to work with a company Good. so much like that, you yeah. know? And I'm hoping other companies can pick up on that. Because yeah. those big companies, like... If you're going to be with the times, like, also being with the times is empowering each other. And that's not just putting a fat person on your Instagram. And then leaving them out to dry when they get harassment. Exactly. Yes. So you have done not only, like, you not only get sent stuff in our work with companies, Mm -hmm. you've also... Like done collabs to yeah. make things, including a beret. Oh my gosh, say. I'm pretty positive I have one at my house. Oh, they yes. were so cute, those berets. Thank you. And it's like that thing where it's like, okay, Jasmine is tall, and she probably made sure that these fit big heads. Yeah. So Yo. I know I could put it on. Yo, we had um like a small size, and then we had one at bigger size because yeah. my head is large. My head is so large. Yeah. We all got big heads. Yeah. And I was just like, I we need to have this we need to have this and what are so what are some of the collabs you've done um i did the beret line with kid bell and that was just like a um, little capsule line you're so cute yeah which was really really good and then other than that i've done like um kind of like consulting a Mm, little bit with here and there where my name isn't directly on but i'm just like showing um how things can be different which which is really good just because um in one hand Mm -hmm. it's great when people are doing collabs but on the other side of things like you as one person or as like a small team of people cannot think of everybody so like let me come in and let me help you think of everybody else that you're probably not thinking of um which is something that again, needs to be more prevalent in the future. Totally. (laughs) You know, we need people that, like, give a shit. Yes. So can you walk me through, you can either choose, like, a real example or Uh just kind of do, like, a hypothetical example of, like, start to finish, what would happen when a brand approached you, Mm -hmm. the considerations you would take, Mm -hmm. and then the kinds of things you would look at or the, like, risk factors you would take, and then what you would work out. So I'll talk about anything hypothetically. Yeah. Um, So if a brand comes to me and wants me to promote anything as far as clothing-wise, the first thing I'm going to do is give them my email. No, okay. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to do is go on their Instagram yeah. and make sure I'm not the only person who looks like me. Yeah. Um, that is skin tone. That is body type. Yes. I'm cool with being the only person that has my style yeah. or the only person with a shaved head. Sure. Um, but I need to see. I cannot be the only one. Yes. That's just like weird. Yes. <laughs> you it's know? very tokenizing. It's very, very tokenizing. And it's just... 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. And it feels like it's if it's not part of your brand ethos then it's like, oh you're just trying to use me. Exactly. Yeah. Which like um, if it's the right amount of money, right. I'm like, you know what? That's that's okay. Right, get your check. I'm basically robbing you. Right. It's so cool. Get your check, um, but it has to be worth it. Exactly. Yeah. And most of the times, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and that's what I do. Like, side note, um, any brand deals that I do are things that I truly invest in yeah. and put time in. Um. So. I, I do very few of them yes. because of that. Yeah. And then I'll also like go and just look at their um website, just see their models. What are they doing? Um, do they do donations? Where have they been like shown before? What like press has been around them? Because mm-hmm. the last thing you need is like something terrible, yes. you know? <laughs> and there's so much that happens yes. that you can't possibly know everything. Yes. So I'll usually get that checked out and then I'll definitely like look at the sizes. That's a huge thing to me, Um, which it's so hard because there's like some places that are getting it right and extending to great sizes that both um, when it comes to doing like a double extra small or something or like an actual zero to extended sizes as they call them uh, of like higher than a 22 you know which I feel like people have just placed like okay 22 and we're done you know like as if that's as not if no a one thing. exists above that. Exactly. Yeah. I get that with shoe sizes too. Because yes, I'm course. a size 12 in women's and no. Yes. <laughs> no one. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. So I'll try to at least see like what are you going towards. And honestly, if there's not, yeah. I'll say something. Um, even like there's been times where I've worked with, obviously, I work with ASOS and there will be um, new apparel that comes out and they're, they'll have it in their straight size women's stuff and I'll send them an email and be like, this would pop off yeah. for Curve. Why isn't this, why is the biggest size a 14 yes. that you've offered this in? Yes. Like, why? And so I, I definitely try to at least hold people accountable and like, okay, even if your answer 
isn't going to be what I want to hear. Like, answer me. Yes. <laughs> like, answer someone. Yes. You know? So, yeah, I think those are the main things that I do is just, like, make sure that I'm not the only one. Make sure that they're doing a little bit more than what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 2019. Like, yes. we can do a little bit more. Um, and then what are your ways after this? Something I have been doing, though, or at least trying to do, is just at least... um I guess this falls a little bit more sustainability, but like really showing different ways that I wear my same stuff over and over again. Exactly. Um, Like if you go on my ASOS Instagram, there is one lime green crop turtleneck that you have seen 20 times well that's not only sustainable but it's like nice to see because i'm like okay cool i'm getting more ideas yeah yeah and that to me is just like okay i'm cool i'm comfortable exactly (laughs) yeah i mean it is interesting because it's also like i think um i think it's important to have um people who are like you who are like working with brands to continue to talk to them about these things because there's so many like the plus size audience is just out here like um what are we supposed to do yeah. <laughs> like i'm just going to go to target if you don't give me other options it's true. and then it's like brands need to do a better job when they're making more ethical or sustainable choices yes. of communicating that to the audience yes. cuz like for example when we did our daisy collab a lot of people were like why is the price point so high and i was like well it's made in the us and so that means everyone was paid like ethical wages yeah and like and then it, they're like, well, that's too expensive for me. And I'm like, I get that. You don't yeah. have to buy it. Um, it sucks <laughs> that like... Also, you don't have to buy right, it. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, then I'm like, I understand why they're like, oh, I really wanted to get the shirt and support you. I'm like, I yeah. really appreciate that. I want everyone to be able to do that. But more than that, I don't want to feel like I created a shirt that's being made in like a sweatshop. For sure. You know? And what's shitty about that is that um, so many brands, one, like you said, don't talk about it. And two, there's so much saturation of shitty people allowing shitty things to happen so when you finally do do something amazing like ethical t-shirts and now they're expensive and they're like oh i can go buy uh empower women t-shirt from forever 21 exactly (laughs) and then you're like like, yeah it's like oh my god and and because this is not being communicated at all and so and then it's hard too because i know for like the fat audience they're always like well, I feel they feel like they're being like, you know, hit on both sides. It's like clothes are our clothes are already more expensive. Yeah. It's already harder to find stuff that looks cute. Mm-hmm. And now it's like they're thinking about ethical stuff. Then there's even fewer options, yeah. and I don't know which companies to trust, and, and, and. It's, like, mm-hmm. hard because, like, they're used to just being ignored, pushed to the side, pushed to the one rack in the back. It's true. Or, like, not even being invited in the store or being asked to order online, yeah. like, at Madewell. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. Let's get into the meat of it ads. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute to talk more with Jasmine um, all about her style and how she chooses the brand she works with, etc. But right now, you're going to hear a little hot tip about some of our favorite sponsors. Have we told you about Third Love's mission to put a comfy bra on every single boob? 
Seriously, they offer 78 bra sizes with bands ranging from 30 to 48 inches and cups through size I, including their signature half cup sizes. Third Love cares about family sized boobs. We know because they don't size up by scaling the same measurements up, they craft their bras to work with different bodies. You can take Third Love's Fit Finder quiz to find the perfect bra for your body. I really like that they had that quiz. It felt like very, like, it actually paid attention to different kinds of bodies and it was much more individualized than just having to go to a site and be like, okay, I guess uh, this one. I like that you can say like, these are the problems that usually happen to me with bras. You can try Third Love for 60 days, wear it and wash it and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to boobs in need. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering She's All Fat listeners 15% off their first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash SAF to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash SAF for 15% off today. Today's episode of She's All Fat is brought to you by Undersummers, a company founded by Carrie Ray. Their soft and comfy shortlet slip shorts will quickly become your go-to thigh-protecting panty for underskirts and dresses year-round. They come in sizes small to 5X. I wear my undersummers on days when my HS is acting up and I need underwear that isn't too clingy and is very breathable. I also wear my undersummers when I want a cute 80s workout vibe underneath an oversized tee. Lots of ways to live, laugh, love in my undersummers. Their super soft laces, fabrics, and trims are carefully chosen to make you love your thighs and their products come in tons of fun colors. Um, Last summer, they sold out of some of their fun colors in just three days. Here's a hot tip. Undersummers now offers leggings too. They're super comfy and functional all day, every day. Use our new code just for She's All Fat listeners, SAF, for $10 off your purchase of our favorite comfy, silky, smooth, breathable, anti-thigh chafing slip shorts. That's code SAF for $10 off on undersummers.com. So when you are doing your fashion collab stuff mm-hmm. um, and you get sent stuff, mm-hmm. can you talk what you say, what you feel comfortable about, yeah. like what you make from it or like oh. how you get paid and stuff? Okay. So it depends. Um, there are usually two ways, which either it, depending on where I was in my career, what I would accept. Yeah. Um, so Sometimes places will just send you um, their product, right? And that's it. And that's kind of like a, you can either post about it or you don't have to. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, They, of course, would like you to, but that doesn't mean you have to. Mm -hmm. And then anything that I get paid for specifically, um, I will post about it. But like I said, I don't do a lot of those. And when I do, I want my my main goal is to make my content be as fluid and me as possible. Yeah. Any time where I'm told not to be myself is when I'm like, this is disgusting, mm-hmm. you know, and I hate that more than anything. Yeah. So I've been very fortunate to work with brands that actually like respect me and come to me because of me, mm-hmm. you know? So that's at least really nice. Um, but yeah, so 
there'll be money um, for Instagram stories or for Instagram um, in feed posts, or you can do like a rate of both of them or whatever, depending. Before, when I was like growing, mm-hmm. um, I was like, I would take pretty much anything and promote about it just because the, as soon as I posted a picture about it, they would also post me right. on there. So I was like, grow, 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 yeah. grow. Hashtag tag everything, you know, everything that I could. Yeah. Now um, I'm a little bit more specific, but I'm also very like, if you come to me and you say, hey, I have this shirt and I would love for you to wear it. Um, and would love for you to post about it. And if you are a person of color, um, a woman, or a plus-size person, I will 100% do that for free. (laughs) Usually, honestly, for free. Um, And there are... I've worked with brands that are smaller, um, but, like, their whole audience is... Or them um, putting on minorities where I'm, like... You know what? The literal $100 is fine. I don't care about the $100. I will just promote you because I I thank you for doing your work, you know? So it depends if it's like a big brand, then yeah, I'm like, nah, you're, you're paying for this, you know? But if it's a small brand that I really truly fuck with, I don't care. We do that too. I like will often tell people just like email us and we'll like talk about you in the tip jar Mm -hmm. in my episodes when I'm like, I want to shout you out or whatever. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about something that you think audiences might not know about like the business of being like an Instagram influencer fashion person? Well, some, yeah, something that I even realize, um, because you know, I I feel like we're in the same group of knowing so many people who Mm -hmm. do this is that like, uh, not everybody is so connected with their stuff, you know, um, for some people, like, I think, um, for me specifically, and you might feel the same way. I don't know your whole background, but like, this isn't what I intended on doing with my life. So I keep things very close to me. Mm. You know, I, I don't just like if some random, random place came to me, I'd be like, you, yes, you could fit in my world just because we're both alive, but (laughs) nothing else (laughs) makes sense. Like, I'm not going to do that, you know, but there are other people that are totally cool with doing that. And that's like, stressful for me but I see them doing it and I'm like go off like doing a different sponsored post like every three days I could never but they're out there like working their asses off you know and that's that's great and it's something that I look at my friends and I'm like holy shit like they're really doing this stuff and yeah it's just it's something that you really don't because all we see on the other side is just like, oh, so-and-so got this deal or so-and-so paid partnership with la, yes. la, la, la. But it is so much work. Yes. And having to deal with brands and um, putting certain captions and half the things that you see on sponsored posts isn't even like what 
people have completely wanted to say. Oh, yeah. It's, like, suggested um, words to use That's and stuff. That's one of the reasons we, like, have done so few sponsored posts yeah. is because we're, like, we will only do an Instagram post if you let us write the caption. Yeah. And so many people say no after people that. People don't. Which is so interesting to yeah. me. Like, I've never done a sponsored post on my personal Instagram. Uh-huh. On the show one, we have done, like, I think mostly we've done two for Rosemarino Candles, who is, like, <laughs> our girl. Go off. <laughs> Like, it's, like, one person who makes her bomb-ass soy-poured wax candles. And, like, I have mine. Where is it? It's, like, on this table somewhere. It's, like, over there. And, like, uh, I'm, like, cool. Like, yeah, I want to do a good job for her. And she's, like, just write, like, whatever you – and I'm, like, great. I believe in your candle. It smells fucking delicious, you know? But, like, other people have been, like, oh, we'll pay you to, like, wear this and write this caption. And I'm, like – that's going to seem super inauthentic yeah. from us. And also, like, I'm not really interested in doing that so much yeah. because it's our our Instagram is, like, a vector of our podcast, which is, like, we have ads very specifically in specific places. Mm-hmm. Another thing is that pe- po- people have asked us to do integrated ads, which essentially means they don't want us to disclose that they're ads on the podcast. Yeah. They just want to pay us to promote a product. Yeah. And we have been like, no, we will talk for longer about your product product but we're we still have to say it's an ad Ad, it's like what what is the point of like of destroying the trust that we have yeah you know and it's also it's like every person that we work with ad wise I do a shit ton of research on like I'm like who are you Mm -hmm. (laughs) like why do you know and and there's different reasons we choose to work with people it's like some people it's like Rose Marino where I'm like Great. Love you. Love your candles. Mm-hmm. You love us. Like, I feel good working with you. Love I feel that. like we're doing a supportive thing for, like, a woman entrepreneur. You know, mm-hmm. like, all those things. Yes. Then there's larger companies where I'm like, okay, cool. I know that our audience will like the clothing from this brand. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're doing a pretty good job trying mm-hmm. to create clothes for, like, the fat audience. Mm-hmm. I think people will get use out of this ad. I will do this ad. Yes. And then there's people who it's like, all right. I don't know exactly about this, but mm-hmm. I want to be paid. Yes. And then I do research to see, like, is this harmful? Mm-hmm. If it's harmful, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, is this, um, is this, does this feel weird? Mm-hmm. If it feels weird, I don't do it. Yes. But it turns out Good. that, you know, it's Good. like, there's, and there have been plenty of things where I'm like, mm, yeah. it would be nice to have this check, but like, I don't want to yeah. do that. That's the time. You know, you, you feel know, that. You feel it. It's not worth it. And it's like, there is a difference between some of the like ones that we get that are like this is like a national brand it feels different Mm -hmm. to do an ad for someone where it's like like I'm talking with a bunch of different people on their corporate team than it is when I'm like shilling for a tiny business where I'm like I want them to win of course (laughs) you know just like we support all of our sponsors obviously that's why Mm -hmm. we work with them yeah like that to me feels related to this where it's like I wonder how much people actually get that like I really do research everything you know like everything you put on your Instagram you have like figured out if it feels true to you for sure and that's the most important part and that's why I think like I can't do comparatively because I don't know what other people have but I know a lot of things that I do promote 
because they will let me pick my captions yes. or whatever the specific picture is. Those are the posts that do better anyway. Yes, exactly. And for some reason, the brands don't understand that. Which is so weird to me. I'm like, you know how obvious it is when yeah. it's written? Yeah, you, so everyone obvious. Everyone can tell. I, like, fought with a brand recently um, because I took a picture in, like, this pinstripe suit, and I made the caption at first talking about my suit and then tying into the product, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know whoever follows me is going to want to talk about this suit before anything. So that's how I'll get more engagement because this is already a sponsored post. So we already know (laughs) engagement is going to be half what it should be. So then I showed them that caption and they were like, no, can we just take out that whole first bit about your suit? And so I was like, okay, whatever. And then I posted it and every comment was, where'd you get that suit? Where'd you get that suit? And I was like, yeah, I know because I know my people who follow me. Yes. Exactly. Like, duh. <laughs> Ugh, that's so funny. How did you get into like into this part of business? Oh gosh. I think a lot of people feel like it looks so glamorous, and then yeah. I know a lot of people who get like three thousand followers in, and they're like, "Oh, never mind." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is hard, and people talk to you rudely. Never mind. <laughs> You know, you kind of tear yourself down with them, <laughs> I mean, and then you grow. You know, um, yeah. So obviously, a lot of my following came from being at BuzzFeed, which is great. Um, <laughs> it came with a lot. Yeah, you know, it was as I stated before, it was never my intention. This is, I didn't go into BuzzFeed wanting a social media following. Yeah, um, didn't even know what that was to be honest. Yeah, and I think that's something that is that I really love about myself is that I've always been me. I've been just very like, you know, go with the flow and my flow fucks with other people's flows. And that's really great, you know? And I'm mostly thankful to have um, a far reach just because I've always, like, in some way wanted to empower people. Like, I coached volleyball for four years. Like, I've, like, it, the smallest Yay. things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, yeah, yes, I, I loved it. But it was just, like, just doing little things yeah. of knowing that that's what I was doing. So now to do it on this large scale, I'm so thankful. But honestly, Once I started, I was in a swimsuit video on BuzzFeed, and I got 10,000 followers in two days. Oh, my God. I remember that video. Yeah. Whoa. It was... Damn. Nothing. Again, I was just like, this is me going to the to the beach in a swimsuit yeah. like go go jasmine yes you know didn't know other people would think that oh didn't know God. other people wouldn't think that either yes. but <laughs> it all comes together <sighs> um yeah so and from there i was just kind of like okay um then like little small brands would like reach out to me to send me stuff and i was like oh like a package like mm-hmm. ooh, i'll do this you know <laughs> and then from there i've just like I, uh, being myself, yeah. you know, and really just growing along with that. And this has taken me places that I've never, as a 28 year old, even like I was working at Sephora three years that ago, crazy. you know, which no shade to Sephora, fucking love Sephora. I'd go back, no, but like, just, just like, not what I thought. It grow- yeah. <laughs> not what, what I thought. What are your long-term goals right uh, now? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <no. laughs> that face. No, it's like... Are you going um, back to therapy? Yeah, I guess. Oh, my God. Um, no, I am... Um, 
I don't know if many people think like this, but I have like my core, like four or five things that I want and I can facilitate those in many different ways. Okay. Um, like I want to be financially stable. Yeah. I want to be happy. Yeah. Actually happy mm-hmm. at my job. I want to empower people and make differences when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Um, I am not going to work anywhere where I can't be myself, where I'll have to take out my piercings, cover up my tattoos, Mm -hmm. not wear the clothes that I want to wear. Mm -hmm. And those are like the main four things that I have. And however those go is fine by me like like i said i did that at sephora i empowered people daily to try that purple lipstick like yes it looks crazy try it you know that's amazing um and then going on to buzzfeed and empowering people in a different way you know so ideally though i would love to do an official like jasmine J collabs with so-and-so mm-hmm. for a clothing line that would be very but cool as we've stated that that shit's like it takes a long time it's hard to it's do hard. it's a, it's it's hard it's a lot yeah i want to know how you would recommend for people who like look at your instagram and they're like oh my god she looks so confident she mm-hmm. looks so cool yeah but feel like they don't know how to put outfits together like you okay. what would you how would you recommend they start trying to find their style Yes. Um, I would at first, so the first thing I would do is just try pushing yourself out of your box for a minute, Mm -hmm. you know, whether that is wearing shorts or, you know, wearing a different type of cut of um, pants or like a different type of dress with spaghetti straps because you don't like showing your arms or something like that. Just like Try taking that one little step. And the more that you do that, the more that you'll realize what you truly like, what you truly like, not what you've been told to like. And I think that's the big thing is like in any way, shape or form, no matter what your body type is, we're told certain things work for certain people, you know, and that's not true. And there are so many... Thankfully, there are so many places now that are at least expanding to carrying, like, tight dresses in bigger sizes. Mm -hmm. Great, you know? And so it's just, like, challenging yourself a little bit and truly, like... I get excited to pick out my clothes. Like, I know what I'm wearing tomorrow. Legit, like, before I got here, I was planning out what really? I'm wearing tomorrow. And I'm not, what am, I'm going to a garden tomorrow. I don't, it's no big deal. That is fun, though. It is. <laughs> but, yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I truly, when I put on clothes, like, is my most, like, endorphins exciting. Like, I awesome. love putting on clothes. And as close as you can get to the feeling of like loving it, Mm -hmm. that's what you want, you know? And for different people, it's going to be different things. But that to me is truly being my true self and my personal style, you know? It's just what I can like walk around in like this outfit, for example, that I'm wearing right now. I love this outfit. Thank you. But I don't, to be honest, Really, it's not my favorite outfit and I don't feel 100, you know, um, I know there are parts of it that are very me, mm-hmm. but there are parts of it where I'm like, eh, I don't, Interesting. I don't know, you know, and it's just like a me thing, but I'm still just like, 
okay, so this isn't exactly what I like, so let me change it up next time. Yes. And do it like yesterday I wore this as a crop top and yes. I tied it really cute, you yeah. know? That was definitely more me. So it's just being open to finding new things and also you got to challenge yourself. I found for me it mm-hmm. it it took a lot of like trying thing literal trying things on. Yes. And then even buying things and then just trying it on and looking at myself in it. Yes. And then like maybe it'll take me a while to like get up the the confidence, yes. not really like not really like believing I look good in it as much as like feeling comfortable in it. 100%. To go out in it, 100%. you know? Because like if I feel like something's not me, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But if I like am like, okay, I like this item and I think I could get to feeling chill yes. in it. Yes. But it, it is truly like a process. And I think a lot of people who don't like haven't done that they're mm-hmm. they're just like well i put something on i don't really like it and like whatever yeah because they're not used to having choice essentially yes and it's like actually if you move very slowly and you're just like okay maybe i can't like put on an entire like bike shorts and crazy top outfit right yeah. now and feel comfy but like literally i wanted to wear bike shorts after looking at your outfit and then i was like okay how do i feel comfortable in them so i bought bike shorts from torrid <laughs> and then i was like like, okay, I'm just going to, like, try a bunch of shirts on yeah. with it yeah. until, like, finally I was like, okay, now I feel like I can wear this out, you know? Good. Now I can, now I feel cool in it. Good, yeah. But it just takes time. And that's the thing is, uh, not only, like you said, are we not used to things working out, but also in the age where we're, like, the first thing that we see will most likely be a negative thought. Yes. You know, and it's very instant to wear, like, um... I'm in the process of kind of changing my style where this summer I'm dedicating a lot of it to like super high femme dresses. Yes. And I usually, and for me, that is honestly uncomfortable. Yeah, it's different for you. I know. Like I'm usually more like the more street style, um, almost like, like the more hard street style I can get, the more comfortable I am in like a Jersey and my Nikes, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the shit I love. But I'm like, let me play with this just, like, this new, like, off-the-shoulder little dresses and stuff like that. That's so funny because I'm literally doing the opposite. Really? Yes, where I'm, like, I've always been the most comfortable in little dresses and, like, skirts and shit. And then I've been like, okay, what if I wear sneakers and a loose top? Yes, and bike (laughs) And bike shorts. And then I'm like... All right. Yep. I'm going to try it. Yep. Right? It's <laughs> yes. hard. But it's it's doing that thing of, like, pushing yourself and realizing that it's going to take time. Yeah. Like, last week, I did it with, like, a black off-the-shoulder dress. Ooh. And this week, I bought a denim, like, sweetheart top tie oh my God. dress. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. I'm so like, cute. what? Mm. But, you know, it, it's trying new things. And, and finding people who you feel like you can see it on them. Exactly. It's like, literally, it's like, okay, I save pictures of bike shorts from, mm-hmm. like, on you, on other people who are wearing them, and then I look at them, and then I think about, okay, what do I like about this? How yes. could I translate this to what I like about my style and exactly. how I wear? Because it's like, like, literally, I told Nicolette this when she was here, like, Nicolette Which, Mason. Ugh, I know, she's don't iconic. Even, don't even fucking get me started. She's iconic. Like, she was finding her account was yeah. one of the first times I truly felt like I could become body positive, mm-hmm. was being, like... Oh, like you can be like pretty and fat and mm-hmm. femme and confident 
and into and like yeah. following her was also one of the reasons I finally realized I was bi because I was like, oh, I didn't know you could be like fat and queer and a woman and still like yes. wear pink and shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> and like so, seeing that representation is like super important, mm-hmm. um, not just for like what you can aspire to be identity wise, mm-hmm. but even just for what clothes you can see yourself yeah. in. And the important part of what you said is making it your own yes. too, because like for example, with these dresses. I save pictures of Gabby Fresh mm-hmm. and um, Aso Sophia. Oh, yes. So they're both very, like, high femme to me. Yes. Very just, like, all natural, beautiful <laughs> women. And I'm like, not at what? Like, how? So for I put on this black dress to go to a party last week. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what would Gabby and Sophia do? <laughs> so I, like, did my makeup, very, like, subtle, natural glow, yes. put on a nude lip. And I looked at it, and I was like, I look disgusting. Who am I? <laughs> like, this is what? <laughs> like, this is not me. So then I took off the nude lip, and I put on a black lip with yes. my tiny sunglasses and my Doc Martens. And I was like, there this is. is me. There it is. There it is. I don't have to be Gabby. I don't have to be Sophia. I kind of wish I was, but (laughs) I'm me. (laughs) And so I'll put on my black lap. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And it's, of course, like you said, it takes a minute. Yes, it takes a minute. It's not going to be like this fast thing like, oh. Look at my personal style. Especially because, ha- like, people sometimes will be like, I could never wear what you wear. And sometimes, usually, what that means is, like, I'm not comfortable showing my stomach because I'm insecure about my stomach. Yeah. It's like, it's one thing if that's the spot you're in right now. That mm-hmm. is totally fine. Yeah. But when people say that to me, what I hear is, like, you're so brave because you look bad. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? That's something we can go into this further on another thing. But that is, it, like, takes me a minute because as i said as my realist self yeah i'm like this is what you're saying yeah like uh, you're so confident i'm like what does that mean you mean because you think i shouldn't be why yeah yeah exactly exactly it's just very it's like it so has to do with them Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. which is why i'm like no listen you don't need to try like that is coming from you looking at me and going like how can i get what she is doing on me yeah like you can't you can't do what I'm doing on you because you weren't homeschooled for two years. You didn't do historical reenactments and you haven't read every historical fiction book about the wars with roses. So yeah. you're not going to be like me. Exactly. Extremely cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I would you know? say so. <laughs> I mean, it's like you can look at me and be like, okay, I want, I like the way those shorts look. Um, I'm going to experiment with what feels good for me. Mm-hmm. But it's like obviously you wouldn't feel confident being me because like – uh, you would be being not yourself. Exactly. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, it's hard out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think when people say that, what they mean is like, I wish I, I wish I felt confident in the outfits you put together. Mm-hmm. But it just so, so comes across as like you're so gross and like wow, brave. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you did that. I can't it looks you're so outside. good. <laughs> I'm just like, jeez, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yep. Totally. Um. Okay, Jasmine. Thank you so much for being here with us. Yes, thank you. Um, Everyone is going to be very excited when you come back later in the season for a mailbag. I'm so excited. Um, And is there anything else you want to say to the fat, Molly, before we go? You know what? (laughs) Just go out there and be you. Hell yeah. Fuck all this. Just be you. (laughs) I love it. Oh my god. New motto. Yes. All right. Goodbye. And that's our show. She's All Fat was created by me, Sophie Carter-Kahn, and the iconic April K. Quio, who is on a break this season. 
You know what she said to me the other day, though, was... I'm April. All right, April. We are an independent production. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash she's all that pod. When you pledge to be a supporter, you'll get all sorts of goodies and extra content. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the stuff we mentioned today. And don't forget to send us your questions via email or voice recording to fyi at she's all Please make sure to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. It's super important in making sure people find the show. If you leave us a review, we'll give you a shout out on the pod next week. Our music was composed and produced by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. Our website was designed by Jesse Fish and our logo is by Britt Scott. This episode was co-produced and edited by Maria Wirtel. Our junior producer is the amazing Lynn Barbara. I am our host and co-producer. Our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles are at She's All Fat Pod. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Bye. Did you ever notice how hot the ASOS men's cars yo, models are? Yo. And I was like, yes, they're very they hot. So hot. So if you want to thirst out on some like thick dude. Yes. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.